So welcome to episode 13 of season four. If you just joined, this is Maria from at Maria the Arcane on Instagram. And I'm joined by our newly 26 year old <laughs> Robin. I'm just a baby. I'm tired watch on Instagram. <laughs> Forever 26. <laughs> Forever. Forever young. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite part about saying that I'm 26 every single year is that some people actually buy it. <laughs> I don't know. I think I look my age, but I think that's very funny. Um, You're such a zoomer. I'm just a little baby. I'm just a baby. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for my birthday wishes. Uh, for those of you who are interested in our monthly classes on Patreon, this month it will be hosted by Lilith Dorsey, who has written so many books, if you're not familiar with her. Uh, she's the author of Water Magic, but she's also written books like Orisha's Goddesses and Voodoo Queens. Uh, she's done books on spiritual cleansing. She's done books on voodoo and paganism. I mean, the list goes on and on. And she's just a really profound member of our community. So we are very very lucky to have her this very month. Very excited. So excited. Uh, she'll be doing a class on water magic specifically because this is the focus of her last book. Uh, <laughs> and that is going to be on July 22nd. It will be at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you join us, Library Tearing Up, you can watch it live, converse with her, ask her questions. Or if you're like, I really can't make it, but I would love to watch this class anyway, it will be available for you guys immediately on Patreon to rewatch. So we hope to see you there. Yeah, hope to see you there. you've just joined us this week every single week we talk about upcoming lunar phases and how you can utilize those in your magical practice so that being said marie and i actually for the first time in like three weeks <laughs> have our cycles synced <laughs> and we've got the new moon in leo which is happening on july 18th um the new moons new moons in leo i personally really like i mean granted yes my moon is specifically in leo <laughs> Okay, worry about yourself and your own life and your own career. Okay, but regardless of that, I do really like this, and I think this the new moon in Leo, in my opinion, captures Leo season just so beautifully. I think that new moons in Leo are really concerned with things like self-expression, showing how we feel about things. Um, putting kind of that fire under your ass in terms of like communication and our connections with other people. And like, not to say that all fire signs kind of lean towards that more sexual element of things, but the new moon in Leo Leo, uh, is a really, really good sign to focus on things like opening our heart, our expression with people in relationships or relationships that we're wanting to have. Um, And that might be down to things like being more sexual, more sensual. And it might also just be down to things like being really vulnerable and being confident and expressing yourself with like a full, full heart. Um, So I really, I really like the new moon in Leo. (laughs) (laughs) Magically speaking, I specifically would recommend doing spells that are focused on things like confidence, things Mm -hmm. like opening up our... um, kind of roads like you know like um uh, 
palate openers for mm-hmm. things that are focusing on things like communication, our connections with other people. Perhaps you are wanting to get in a new relationship. You're in one, but you're struggling to communicate. Uh, you've just moved to a place where you don't know anybody or you have got a new job and you want to get along with your coworkers really well. This would be a really good time to focus on like communication spells, road openers, to have that kind of flow of communication happening and just really, I don't know, kind of get the ball rolling. I think it's, I don't know, I love this. I really do love this moon. I think it has just got an abundance of potential. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I actually recommended something I don't recommend too often on like our Patreon monthly outlook. I said, like, whenever when I think of Leo, I always think of working with the sun. And since the sun has been setting later and later, like, you know, each, well, each day of now suddenly going back to, you know, <laughs> not being that way. But still, um, I think working with the moonrise for the new moon while the sun is still out and like capturing Mm. both energies of that sun energy for like confidence spells and happiness spells um i think would be a great idea um kind of bouncing off that actually going with things like if you are going to work with the sun's energy mm -hmm. success is a good one that aligns with sun as well Mm -hmm. 100 percent so <laughs> honestly, like just get a spell jar and put a bunch of like corresponding herbs that or plants yeah. that correspond to your tension and just set it out in the sun to let it soak up some of that rising moon energy and the sun's energy. Oh, also, this is just came to my head like a brain blast <laughs> using your herbs going off of that. Mm-hmm. You can make sun tea. My like, favorite. I love sun and tea. And you can add a little bit of extra herbs into that, that further an intention that you want. So yeah, we even have something a to consider. summer article and I put a sun tea recipe in there. Did you really? I, I haven't did. read it yet. That's so fun. <laughs> it is so good. It's my favorite. It's so I yummy. I love that. I haven't read it yet. I'm excited to read it now. Not that I'm yeah. not usually excited to read it, but you know what I mean. <laughs> So if you just joined us for this episode or haven't listened to any episodes so far this season in lieu of choosing a card and discussing it like we have been doing previous seasons, this time we're just going off of like whole sections in tarot. Like we've done the major arcana, the minor arcana, and what each suit generally represents. Now we're just going through the numbers. So this week we are discussing the sevens. So the sevens for me are like the fives. They depict a challenge. Like you're going, no matter what path you're on, you're going to have multiple challenges as you, you know, move through it. But we aren't caught as off guard or unaware this time instead we problem solve we fight we rise to the challenge and in some some circumstances we exercise patience to make sure we are heading in the right direction while we may falter and occasionally and occasionally when we get these cards question ourselves we aren't giving up 
far from it. We see this fight to keep going and to stand our ground on like the Seven of Wands. And for me personally, but not for every reader, is the Seven of Swords. We have made it too far to get dragged down to where we once were. We won't go, we won't let go of our progress without a fight, even if that means resorting to working in the shadows to get things done. We also see problem solving on the sevens, which is depicted in different ways on each card. As I said, we won't go down without a fight, so we need to play our cards right. We must plan ahead to not be caught unawares in the future and to make sure that the direction we're heading towards is the road we surely want to take. And Patient also plays a huge part in these cards, which is definitely connected to the problem-solving aspect. Cards like the Seven of Pence, the Seven of Cups, and even um, the Swords ask us to tread lightly, to not rush anything at this point, because we may ruin what's about to bud. And we, as I said, we want to play our cards right. We don't want to just like... (laughs) throw caution to the wind and do something completely out of left field to fix the problem. Instead, we are thinking strategically. Um, but yeah, how do you read the cards, Robin? I, you know what? I have nothing to add. I thought the last part that you said there about like being strategic, about playing it right, etc. I was like, oh, she's not going to mention this. She, uh, there's my, there's my thing I can add. (laughs) Um, I just view this card massively as although they are obstacles and roadblocks, they are obstacles and roadblocks that if you continue to have patience and work through, Mm -hmm. um, it sets you up for that next stage. Mm -hmm. Um, and so for me, it's, it's like a hold on card. It's a keep working, keep fighting type card Mm -hmm. because like you will get through this. It just... You know, it's just one of life's little speed bumps. <laughs> yeah. And you're smarter this time around, you know, using yep. past knowledge for, you know, the sevens is plays a big part in these cards. So, yeah. Well, yeah. we agree again. <laughs> We're on a roll. I can't wait to go back Look to the us. individual cards and in fight. The, where we fight. <laughs> 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 yes. Yes. <laughs> So we have started a new series. We started it last main episode. So last episode. No, mm-hmm. last episode without a guest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah, right. Because we had Mint for our last episode. Uh, but we started a new series where we're going to be focusing on witchy tools and how you can utilize them in your practice if you don't already. Or if you're just like, what the heck is that? <laughs> uh, we can kind of elaborate and expand on these things from our perspectives. Mm-hmm. So last time we talked about cauldrons and this week we're talking about candles, which Maria yes. and I both have very different approaches to candles, I think. So... Yeah, I think this will be interesting. <laughs> but that being said, we both utilize candles in our practice in a pretty pretty significant way, I'd say, right? Pretty consistent. I think <laughs> I use candles every single day, like as part of my daily practice. Um, yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, like constantly using them just because like they're super duper quick and easy. Even like the seven day candles, yeah. like I know that you keep yours lit 24 7 because you live in a still bus so it doesn't matter because not anymore i don't anymore because i have a child oh (laughs) 
know what I mean? More because I have a child who is a toddler who will just like terrorize and pull everything down. Yeah. I can't yeah. do that anymore. <laughs> so let's just let's just start off with mm-hmm. if you could describe candle magic in your own words, how would you do that? So, as I said, it's quick and easy. And, you know, there's just so many, there's such a wide variety of candles to choose from and their purposes. Like, you can get, like, molded candles that are shaped like lovers. You can get one that's shaped like a penis. And one that's shaped like a vagina. You can get one shaped as a dog. Do you guys noticing a theme here? Lovers, kissing, penises, vaginas. It's that Leo New Moon energy. Maria's, Maria's being kind of a slut, guys. <laughs> Always, forever. <laughs> but, How's your marriage going? Do you want to talk about it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, we're good. We're good. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. <laughs> but, um... And I like how, depending on what kind you get and how they're made, they can be very eco-friendly. Especially if you, like, make your yeah. own. Which is, like... I know it's very labor intensive, but it's fun. And, you know, you're not leaning on a company that you don't, you're not sure like what ingredients they're putting in. Yeah. Yeah. I know that, uh, Joshua J. Allen Cross, Mm -hmm. uh, the Oregon wood witch, uh, and Mm -hmm. author of American Brujeria. And, uh, he was on our podcast too. Yeah. What's the title of the second book? I can't remember it right now. Oh gosh. It's paranormal oh, the, witchcraft. Oh, yeah, yeah, paranormal witch. Yeah. It's anyway, on my sorry. Shelf. Uh, I, I'm like massively going off topic, but uh, Jay does all of his candles. So he had like Indio candles, which are the mm-hmm. seven day candles that have like the screen printed fronts, and he saves all of his jars from that and then refills them with his own wax. And I think that's genius. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, the, like especially for like seven day candles, if you get them from a store, sometimes they have really cute designs on them too. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I want to keep it. So I do that all the time with candles. I just like refill them, refill the yeah. containers with different candles because I'm like, I want to keep you. <laughs> I will keep you forever. <laughs> but, and I also like how like candle magic, depending on like the spell, it can be like a super duper quick spell. Like you can use a birthday candle. Or if you yeah. want it like a long lasting spell that has lasting benefits or even something that is a massive undertaking, you can use a seven day candle. Like, yeah. so yeah. I view, I view what type of candle to use based off of like how much this impacts my long term life. So mm-hmm. like, let's say I needed to have like get money quick. It's like, a, mm-hmm. oh shit, a bill showed up I wasn't expecting. I might use something like a birthday candle or in our Patreon boxes. Sometimes we include these candles that are like beeswax and they're really long and skinny. Those you are my favorite. I'm talking about? I love my them favorite. so much. Um, I love use, using those candles. Whenever we get to use them, I get very excited. <laughs> um, but like that, those burn pretty quick. And so... Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, the, 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 the intention of the spell involves, like, a, a speediness to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, where a seven-day candle, these are for long-term, much larger impacts in my life. So let's say I'm trying to get a promotion mm-hmm. where I'm going to have a raise, right? That's a long-term impact. It's not mm-hmm. like a 
here's a bonus. It's a mm-hmm. monthly reoccurring thing, or I need protection in my home. That's something I need to have all the time, right? That's a big impact in my life. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I, that's where I weigh up which candles you use and why I tend to almost always use seven day candles. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I haven't like only for long-term spells uh, that I've been using seven day candles for lately. Like even <sighs> for my deity practice, I have switched to tea lights just because I found really cute tea light holders. Oh, that's and, nice. Well, and but you also do like reusable candle spells a lot. And I always think those <laughs> are really beautiful and clever. Which are tea light candles. So. Yeah. <laughs> I just like, um, one of our Discord members was like, I really like bowl spells. I was like, me too. Just because like <laughs> reusable can, like the reusable like little containers that where you just replace the tea lights. Like that's a, basically a bowl spell. Like yeah, you can no, do one is. for finances, you do one for happy home. But yeah, I even switched out the seven day candles I used for DDs with, um, just doing tea lights just because I use the ones that can last for eight hours. So they oh, just wow, burn okay. out and I don't have yeah. to worry about them. And then I just relight a new one the next but day for do them. Do you ever get worried about the metal? What do you mean? I worry about the metal getting hot on tea lights and then... Oh, they're still in container. Like, oh, okay, okay, okay. They're, they're like in holders and stuff. Okay, okay, um, okay. Yeah because even though I don't have cats or toddlers, <laughs> I am so clumsy. <laughs> so <laughs> no, they're just not a bunch of tea lights like, you know, a Gothic cathedral going on. The other reason I really enjoy using seven day candles over like smaller candles is that mm-hmm. I personally struggle to read like leftover wax uh, mm-hmm. for interpretation. I... I struggle to see the imagery that's there in front of me sometimes where Mm -hmm. uh, glass candles and reading like the smoke and the remnants and the burn and the wax on that, I find Mm -hmm. much easier for me to read. And I think it's because I can pick it up and I can hold it and I can kind of view it from different angles. And so I am much better at interpreting like the success of spells when they're in a glass jar than when they're not. (laughs) Yeah, no, I definitely... (laughs) I agree. Um, have you ever used the floating tea lights in your practice? I've seen them, but I've never used them in my practice. Oh my gosh, they're so much fun! Are I they? love them so very much, yes. I like to use them for, like, you know, if you ever need to bring light to something emotion-wise, like, oh, you know, yeah. how am I feeling this way? So, you know, you would scribe with the tea light floating on the water and all that, and or you could just, like, do, you know, why is this person feeling this way? And mm-hmm. so it's revealed to you through, not the tea light, but, you know, through the spell right. working after it comes to a head. But, no, I really like it, and it's really cute. <laughs> no, I don't see really many people using it, but, um... I guess I should post a post a spell like you're that. You're so unique and quirky, girl. But you're not I like other like girls. <laughs> you're not like other witches. You're quirky. <laughs> I'm just, I don't really post a lot of like my personal spell work to ensure so much anymore. So like the fun things that I do for myself that I come up with, I'm like I'm keeping that to myself, and that was one of them. So <laughs> I think that's something that a lot of people. I know we've talked about it here on the podcast before, but I think it's something a lot of people kind of really forget is that. Most of us don't actually post our workings mm-hmm. on the internet. Um, we might post like befores and afters, like when the spell's fully, fully like seen. It's 
you know, completion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've had the result we want. <laughs> I like, I'll post old candle spells from like a year prior where it's like, I know that shit's done, done. And it's just like a yeah. photo at this point. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I think people forget that. <laughs> yeah. Just because it's, it's really personal on a lot of spells. Like <laughs> you're like, I really don't want people to know why I'm doing the spell or what right. it's for. Like, yeah. that's personal. Well, what's like, going on in my personal life? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Boundaries Sorry. on the internet. No. <laughs> we're, we're elder millennials now. We know better. Yeah. <laughs> We used to not do, but now we do. Anyways. I, I used to tell the internet everything. Uh-huh. In some but, ways, I still do. I mean, you see my Twitter. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, oh, my totally goodness. stresses me out. But um, do you ever use the seven-day candles that are, like, pre-done? Like, the quick luck ones and oh, yeah. things? Oh, yeah. Those I ones. love those. I love mm-hmm. those. Listen, I am a firm believer in what's outside your candle is what is inside your candle. So Mm -hmm. by that I mean, if I'm using a chime candle, I'm going to carve it, I'm going to dress it in oils, I'm going to decorate it with herbs. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Keeping in mind fire hazards, okay? (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, On the other end of the spectrum, like if it's a seven day candle, if it's a blank one, I will write on it. Oh, unless yeah. it is I write like on a, all of my like seven-day candles. Yeah, unless it's a like a white candle that is there for an offering, mm-hmm. um, I I will write on it. And so the same thing goes for those pre-made ones that like already have the color correspondence, already have a writing on the outside. Mm-hmm. I view that as the same thing as me taking the step to write it on myself. It's just somebody mm-hmm. somebody's already done that step for me. Because um, there's still of yeah. course a lot that goes on with spell work (laughs) it's not just lighting go yeah as long as you're connected to the imagery and stuff like that i think that's all that matters like that's all yeah when you're drawing on your candle and stuff like that yes you're forming that unique connection but as long as you're like wow i really connect to this imagery on this candle i think that's one totally yeah and i think that like a lot of people are like "Mm, mm, so like should i use them (laughs) in the majority of the candles that I buy that are mm-hmm. pre-done, you see them come up a lot in brujeria, santeria, hoodoo, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's what I grew up around. And so mm-hmm. when I see these candles, although it might not be something that is, let's say we use the quick luck like you, the example you gave, right? Sure, mm-hmm. maybe I'm not connected per se to this imagery, but this imagery is something I've seen my entire life where... It, there's already an instant, you know, memory there for me. There's already, there's already something that feels very familiar to me with that. Mm-hmm. Even if the imagery in and of itself isn't something where I'm like, oh yeah, when I think of quick luck, I think of this. When I think of quick luck and spells, I think of that imagery because I've seen that imagery like as long as I can remember. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And so. I think that when we think about things like your connection to imagery, I think it is so subjective person to person. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an important thing to keep in mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how do you personally dress your candles, like chime candles, birthday candles? So if I'm doing a chime candle, I have like um, plates that I use that I put them on. They are, mm-hmm. I keep them cleansed and cl- 
and, and literally clean as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I have a handful of them. I usually will pick which one I'm going to use based off of my mood for the day. So I've got like slate ones that I might write on. Um, I mm-hmm. typically save those for baneful magic. Um, I've got like these really cute little pink and white ones that I utilize for like really light spells, like doing something for a friend, love, protection, just these light kind of spells that have a lot of love in them. And then I've got what I call Bertha, um, which is, it's, it's like a silver, but it's like so tarnished, sold. I found it in like, um, <laughs> I found it in like some antique store for like 10 cents. Mm-hmm. And I was like immediately drawn to it. It's like, it looks like a cake pan essentially mm-hmm. it's a serving dish but it's not <laughs> it looks like a cake pan anyway um and i utilize that for all my bigger workings um to catch wax or to just like have an intended kind of service or contained little area for that spell working specifically Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm using a chime candle, I will attach the candles to whatever surface it's on by heating the bottom and getting the wax wet and attaching it. Um, I dress it with oils. I will carve either sigils, runes. The runes are kind of specific to the client. If that's something that's more aligned with them, then I will use sigils. Um, and then I dress them in herbs. If I'm doing a seven-day candle, I will poke holes at the top of the candle Mm -hmm. that numerologically that align with our intention. The holes are so that way the oil, when I put it on, doesn't drown the flame, keeps Mm -hmm. it from fire hazard, keeps it from issues with your just burning in general and having any kind of like, my candle won't stay lit. Like, what could this mean? A lot of the times it's because you put too much oil in it and it's drowning. So Mm -hmm. um, we put the holes in there for that. And then I put herbs on top of that, but I, I think it's important to remember that both oil and herbs are flame and inflammatory, <laughs> um, combustible, and so yeah, we need to be sparing. Crystals. Yeah, yeah, we need to be sparing about these things. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to remember that what you are putting into a candle or onto a candle is going to be touching heat. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, like prosperity spells, I might put. Uh, pennies into that spell like on the candle but then Mm -hmm. I have to be conscious of things like how close is that penny to the glass (laughs) because the penny gets hot the glass gets hot boom (laughs) so these are important things just kind of keep in mind how about you (laughs) (laughs) well I do want to say like if you get like a pre-made candle from a witch I do recommend removing um (laughs) sorry excuse me but any crystals that might be on the candle because, mm-hmm. like, I've had clients write me, I don't know, since I have been out in public as a witch, being like, why does my candle keep blowing up? It's because of the crystal. <laughs> so, yeah, just remove those. But anyways, um, for me personally, um, I, I like, have... Okay, so I dress my candles differently than what most people do. I actually use, like, extra wax that I have, and I um, melt down the wax, and I coat my chime candle, birthday candle, or anything like that into the wet wax, and then I go ahead and roll it into herbs. So Mm. I'm kind of, like, making a fancy candle, but I didn't pay 
anything yeah for it. <laughs> I've seen your candles that are like that too and I've, I've done them once or twice but I just always think you do such a beautiful job oh thank you and they're really fun to make but as Robin said they are like very flammable <laughs> which, <laughs> which is why it's like please have your windows open and it helps that watch I your have- candle yeah, Watch I your have, candle. <laughs> I have high ceilings, so my fire alarm doesn't go off like at a drop of a hat. But mm. if yours does, I recommend moving your candle to like your oven and having the fan going. Mm. But um, I really like doing my candles that way because I can read the smoke from the candle as well. Like sometimes during those spells, you see like some um, smoke rings from yeah. the, the herbs popping, and I. But for me personally, that's always a good sign, and I love it very much. That makes my heart happy. <laughs> but, I just think it's really important to say our age-old expression here, which is "Don't burn your house down, witches." <laughs> yes, <laughs> these Keep things are tools. They are should be treated as such. <laughs> think of your spell work as a weapon. Use it responsibly <laughs> and safely. <laughs> but. I also like to do, a, for any of my candle spells, do a herb or plant um, crystal grid underneath my candle, just kind of like to amplify the energy or anything like that underneath the holder. Um, but yeah. And then I like do the whole like number, like how many, what the number corresponds to for the mm-hmm. spell and stuff like that through the herbs and the crystals. And I do what Robin does actually for the seven day candles. I poke the holes and I sh- actually, I poke the holes and I take like the plants and I actually shove them down the holes too. Oh, that's clever. Just to kind of like fill up that space because I feel like, I don't know. My candles always burn so weird when I do it. I just leave the holes. So (laughs) I just kind of like, I do the whole mortar and pestle thing. I make sure it's super, super ground. And I just like, (laughs) have that shit in the hole. Exactly. (laughs) With the oil in between. Um, But I also like, if I don't feel like doing essential oils or anything like that, honestly, as I said, I just use my mortar and pestle and I sprinkle some up top. And each time I relight the candle, cause I would relight mine every morning cause I blow it out at night. I just sprinkle a little bit more of the mixture and I just keep the mixture next to the candle to mm-hmm. do it. So, and I only put a pinch as Robin said, it's really easy to drown your candle, especially, um, you know, dollar store candles. (laughs) 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 But if you want a better seven day candle, um, oh my gosh, what is it? Dollar General actually sells better candles than a dollar store seven day candles. So keep that in mind. I love, listen, we know I love Dollar Tree um, and Dollar Tree candles, but it is important to note that the Dollar Tree candles are made out of like straight paraffin. Yeah. And so if you're somebody that is sensitive to that or you're not going to watch your candles really closely, they're going to create a lot of soot. And yeah. that's an important thing to note, uh, especially when we're considering things like fire safety mm-hmm. and also like CO2 and body safety. If you are lighting these candles in your room and you're leaving them little at night, that could be potentially quite dangerous. And so Mm -hmm. these are important things to note when we are deciding which candle is best for us. Uh Speaking of which, what's your favorite type of wax to work with? I listen, I actually do like paraffin. Um, (laughs) 
I do. I do. <laughs> I just do. I, I was just laughing because it really is like, I understand why paraffin came into being because it's a yeah. good, reliable candle. It's a good, it reliable works. candle wax. Um, I know that I gave this big disclaimer about fire <laughs> safety and then I'm just like, paraffin is great. <laughs> um, but like it is, if I'm using candles that are like non seven day candles, mm-hmm. I really like beeswax. The same. Same. I really like beeswax. That's I love how it I smells. I love how it smells. I love how it burns. Like, I just think it's great. Yeah. And it's like, it's also like, depending on where you buy it, of course, it's like better for the environment and they totally. also smell good. And I love the symbolism behind it all. Like, for my spells, like, I incorporate different spirits, different entities that I work with and be symbolized to me, like, community working together. Yeah. And the color of the candles are typically yellow, which symbolizes success, which obviously I put different herbs and plants on the candles sure. to represent different things. But I, I love it. Like, I love beeswax candles very much. But they do make different color beeswax candles. But the I I personally think that they melt a little differently than just straight up the yellow um, that you yeah. expect. But I love them very much. <laughs> I was actually... Um, I'm on the hunt for beeswax seven-day candles. I haven't found any, like, with great reviews, and I really want some. That and, like, huge tapers. Yes. The big, like, pyramid-shaped ones? Immediately, yes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. One second. I was actually at a magic shop in Charlotte, North Carolina, and they had the cutest beeswax candles and I'm still kicking myself for not buying it next time I go to Charlotte I am definitely stopping by there and getting one but they have a beeswax candle that is shaped like a beehive and um, it opens in the top and you're supposed to put your intention in there as a sweetening thing shut up isn't that That's so, so cute? cute that's so cute <laughs> I was like, I know that we were gonna cover. I know we were gonna cover today uh, candle interpretation. I don't think we have time, so I'm gonna do an article on that this month for the Patreon. That's what I'll do. So if you want to know about candle interpretation, (laughs) you can join our Patreon. Uh, I'll do a whole thing on like glass candles and stuff like that. It'll be good. Jeez. All right. Well, this was fun. This was fun. I'm really glad we're doing this series. I like candle magic. Yeah. I think next time we're going to talk about brooms because you've been yeah. really wanting to talk about brooms. I so. have really want to talk about brooms. I've been wanting to talk about it for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> So, Robin, what is stirring your cauldron this week? Literally never not going to be funny. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for asking. You're so welcome. (laughs) Uh, What is stirring my cauldron this week is actually uh, getting back into content creation routinely. Um, I posted my first YouTube video in a year, which was just like a catch up. It was nothing serious. Um, I also mirrored that that same kind of thought process in a very long thread on Twitter. Um, And yeah, I'm just coming back to content creation, like, routinely again. Because I took a pretty big break. Um, 
I was quite burned out. I think that a large part of that had to do with people that I knew that, although I wasn't by any means super close with that person, um, Mm -hmm. uh, on a parasocial level, it definitely appeared as though I was. And uh, a lot of bad stuff came out around that person. I'm not going to get into details if you don't know what I'm talking about. Well, <laughs> um, but because of that, I was subjected to a lot of harassment, um, including harassment from fellow authors on Maine. Uh, shout out mm-hmm. to her. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, as well as uh, other educators and peers that said a lot of really just horrific things about me that were not true. And it was very mm-hmm. difficult for me to kind of separate from that. Um, and I'm in a really good place right now. I don't want to dwell on the negative because this is really positive for me and I'm very happy. So I was at this point where I was not feeling so great and I'm feeling good again. And I want to come back to content creation regularly, mainly focusing on YouTube, um, but also on Instagram and just posting again about witchcraft regularly because my practice hasn't stopped all (laughs) i've Uh just kind of taken a step back in that content creation frame of things because it was difficult for me and i'm feeling good and i'm feeling good to be creating again so i got a bunch of ideas (laughs) i'm very happy for you it's gonna be good thank you obviously it won't be quite as i don't know uh weighty as it was before because I do have a child and I've got a lot going on in my personal life but I think even balancing that kind of boundary between work and my home life is important for me so I'm I don't know I'm really happy (laughs) I'm excited about it (laughs) I'm happy for you and you're going in it with a balanced mindset which is very important thank you mother I'm glad to make you you're so welcome (laughs) you always do So, Maria, what's not stirring your cauldron this week? (laughs) Oh, let me tell you. (laughs) If you are on our Instagram account for Coffee and Cauldrons, you can probably already guess what is not stirring my cauldron. It is so hot, so humid. I'm already so sick of it. I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of it. I miss, like, honestly, I miss spring very much because... (laughs) Everything is going to die, like, in the next couple months due to the heat. So, you know, like, a lot of people are like, oh, but autumn's going to come and all the plants are going away. They're already going away. My chase tree bloomed for, like... Uh, four like, seconds. Uh, yeah, it felt like four <laughs> seconds. And now it's already starting to lose its flowers and stuff like that because it's too hot. And I understand. But uh, it's just... I don't know. It really, it just sucks. And it makes going outside and doing fun things so miserable. <laughs> I just, I don't like the heat. I, if it's I don't blame cold, you. I don't like I the heat can, either. I could put clothes on, you know, but You no. can only get so naked. <laughs> so naked out in public. <laughs> and if you know me, like have followed me for a while, I like to dress like fancy-ish like all the time. I love dressing Yeah, me up. too. Many are saying this about me as well. (laughs) Oh, 
by saying that. They're like, Robin, you are so well put together. And I'm just like, it's effortless at this point. <laughs> I just, I don't like the makeup melting off my face because I already have a very oily complexion and then add humidity onto it. And it's like, yeah. mm, oh, delicious. I look so good. <laughs> but I don't know. It just really like in the mornings, it's fine because I just go outside and sit with my fan and I'm able to salute right. the birds. I mean, I saw a frog this morning. Like, it's fine. Like, I'm still going out there and connecting with nature. I just can't do it for as long as I was. Um, and going on our little hiking things on the weekend is like horrible right now. Is <laughs> depending on how humid it is, especially if storms are rolling in, it's so gross and so muggy. Uh, <clears throat> but I am hoping, 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 hoping. Maybe at the end of August, making a trip up to Asheville just to get away from the humidity for a little bit. And yeah, yeah, yeah. that'd be mm, really nice. I'm sorry. It's okay. I live in the South. Sorry. My wife and I picked it, and what a terrible decision that was. <laughs> I think we should just blame your wife for this one. I think it's her fault. Um, it's not going to be your fault, it's her fault. Uh, we'll blame her in every way. Mm-hmm. You're a perfect angel. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> if you've just joined us every week, we talk about creators that we are loving right now. This could be fellow educators, podcasts, authors, photographers, artists, small businesses, just anything that we found that we think is pretty cool. Uh, these are organic finds. They are not advertisements. Uh, and this season, we have started to incorporate your listener suggestions as a third shout out. So that being said, Maria, who are you loving this week? So mine is actually a Kickstarter. But the great thing about it, it's, it's already fully funded. So like, oh, if you cool. get in on there, like you're going to get it no matter what. But it is the Elemental Whispers Oracle deck. And it's like beautiful, like watercolor landscapes. Uh-huh. And it's just so pretty. And it makes my Sagittarius moon heart very, 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 very happy. Like, I don't know. It's just stunning. It, you, re- you remember those one decks that um, was like the Rider Waite Smith without the like person in the photo and it just showed the landscape? I do remember um, that, yeah. But I feel like that, like, this Oracle deck is how it should have been because it's just oh. so pretty and so stunning. Um, it's a little bit more thought out and conscious, you mean? Yeah, but it is an Oracle deck, so do keep that in mind if you're, like, not an Oracle deck type person. But I highly recommend looking them up. I did already put my bid in for one, so. <laughs> um, how about you? Who you've been loving? So I found this shop called uh, Acorn Moon Mercantile. They like I got drawn in because they have this box that's called the Sunshine Box. It's a Letha collection, but mm-hmm. specifically, it's got um, uh, what are they called? Hag figures. <laughs> um, hag figures, the candles that are made out of. My brain is totally blanking. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Hot no. torches. Um, it's uh, like it is, 
Yimolin, thank you. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. think of the word. Um, <laughs> my brain is made of worms, guys. But there's mullen candles that are like, they're hag torches that are in the box. And I think they're mm-hmm. specifically sold out of this. But I was like going through their shop and stuff. And it looks like they do boxes like this for like every single uh sabbath which i think Mm -hmm. is really cool and then they just have cool stuff in general like they have neat candles they do ritual smoke blends i personally don't partake in that sort of thing but that if if that's something that you're into well i do and they look delicious (laughs) um yeah so i just think if if that's something that you're into that this is they at least look really good again i don't i don't use those things so i don't know if those things are any good (laughs) <laughs> um, but their whole shop looks really cool. They've got a bunch of like teas and candles, perfumes, mm-hmm. crystals, stuff like that. I just think it looks like a really cool, well-rounded shop. Yeah, I really like the corn candle too. Me I kinda, too. I kind of want one. So good. <laughs> I want one. <laughs> That'd be so cute for fall for like a little, you know, the um, May Bond yeah. dinner. Yeah. Autumn equinox. Yeah, massively. Dinner. So our listener recommendation literally made Maria and I both audibly gasp. Yeah, so really a little yeah, bit. Will you tell our listeners who the listener uh in whatever's contribution is? <laughs> words all of a sudden. Because <laughs> we both deal with brain fog and it really oh, sucks. But anyways, it is Russell's from the meadow. And it's let so me tell cute. you about these felt little animal babies. Oh, oh, I want to so kiss them. Cute. I want to kiss them on the lips. They are so well done and adorable. It kind of reminds me of um oh what like toad and frog. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Like Whisper of the Willows. Um just so freaking cute I could scream. They are like I don't think I've ever seen I never such well done felt creatures before. I, never I honestly have. thought they I thought were, it was taxidermy at first. Yeah, I thought they were taxidermy. They're they just stunning. They're really, really stunning. They're so freaking cool. I want them all. Um <laughs> I've yeah. never followed someone so fast. So fast. <laughs> so good. Uh, if you are listening to this and you've got somebody that you really think that Maria and I should give a little boost to, then make sure to let us know on our Instagram or email us uh, so that we can hopefully promote a business or creator that you think is awesome. Thank you all so much for joining us today. We hope that we will see you again on Friday, July 14th for our Coffee Talk episode or July 21st for the 14th episode of Season 4. You can keep an eye out on our social media or head to our website, coffeeandcauldrons.com to find out more information and see what we're up to. And don't forget to join us on Patreon July 22nd for a class by Lilith Dorsey uh, on water magic. So we hope to see you there. 
Yeah, and additionally, our Patreon Magical Beginnings offers a special 25-minute part two episode, a huge library of articles about witchcraft, a Discord community full of fun events like we're going to have a new moon ritual, we're going, we have a book club going for Heal the Witch Wound, Robin hosts a meditation, and we've got the mixer, we've got the class... Uh, as well as if there's ever been a class in the past that you're interested in and you're like, oh, it's too late. It's not. You can literally just no. head on to Patreon and see the archive of all the previous classes. Yeah. Except for two, because we had audio issues with two of them. Yeah. Um, and, but generally speaking, they're all there. <laughs> yeah. And we even have a tier that offers one-on-one conversations with Robin and myself. And please, if you sign up for that tier, please write us if you're having problems joining the Discord. Yes. Because we host those meetings on Discord. So if you're not checking your Patreon messages, we cannot get to you. We yes. cannot. Like, like, there's been a couple of people that we've messaged a bunch of times and we both don't know what to do because <laughs> we've messaged you. So please check your messages. We would love to give you the thing that you're paying for. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, and Additionally, if you are loving our sexy, sensual, just shoves kids' voices, take a moment to review us on whatever streaming service that you are tuning in from, such as Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We love reading reviews, and even just rating us five stars helps us to be seen by others. So thank you so much for everybody who already has and everybody who will. We know it's an inconvenient two seconds, but that two seconds really helps us out so much. Yeah, and it means so much to us. It really does. Yeah, and we love reading them. So, but again, this is Coffee and Cauldrons. With Robin from Out of Tired Witch on Instagram. And I'm Maria from at Maria, Maria the Arcane on Instagram. I always mess it up. Jeez. <laughs> you have no idea who you are. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> All right, ready? <laughs> All right. One, One two, two, three, three five, five witches. witches. <laughs> <laughs>